بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين We recited the 20th juz in tonight's taraweeh completing Surah An-Naml and on the first page of the juz there is a number of verses each of which end with the words where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says A'ilahum ma'allah So in these verses Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indicates towards or guides us towards and conscientizes us regarding his uluhiyyah his lordship and the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most worthy of worship and this is directed at the mushrikeen of Makkah and for us to ponder over as well and to reinforce our belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and reinforce our iman may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala strengthen our iman Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says at the last, in the last verse of the 19 Jews, قُلِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ وَسَلَامٌ عَلَىٰ عِبَادِهِ الَّذِينَ اصْطَفَىٰ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that say O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Alhamdulillah all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَسَلَامٌ عَلَىٰ عِبَادِهِ الَّذِينَ اصْطَفَىٰ and may the peace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon Allah's chosen servants Allahu khayrun amma yushrikun is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala better or those whom they ascribe as partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah is asking the question. Allah, it can also be recited as Allah or Allahu khayrun amma yushrikun. Is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala better or those whom they ascribe as partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Thereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to spell it out for the remainder of the verses of this ruku'ah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَمَّنْ خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ وَأَنزَلَ لَكُمْ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءَ Are they better? أَهُمْ خَيْرٌ أَمَّنْ خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ So that part is missing from the verse. It is uh, omitted, but it is understood to be there. It is implied. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Are they better? Or is the one who created the heavens and the earth وَأَنزَلَ لَكُمْ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءَ And he rained down the rains upon you. Upon the, upon the earth and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made that a means of the growing of uh, uh, beautiful gardens you would not have been able to do that so everything that we eat when we are putting those morsels in our mouth we should ponder over this and think that it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has provided these morsels that I am putting in my mouth. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala issues the question, Allah? Is there any ilah with Allah? Is there anyone whom you can join with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his lordship? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Bal hum yadilun. But this nation, they are a people who are making equal with making equals with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are rendering others equal with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is an impossibility. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then goes on to ask again, Amman Ja'al al-Ard, meaning Ahum Khair, are they better? Amman Khalaq al-Ard, or is he better who created uh, the earth and made it a place of residence? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused rivers to flow through it. 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created those huge big mountains that we marvel at. Those huge mountains Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created as a means to balance the earth. You know, we send our tires and wheels for balancing. The earth is spinning on its axis. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created this balance in the earth by the huge mountains that we find and together with that the valleys and crevices that are below the, below the ocean as well they are deep gorges within the ocean as well all this is to create that balance that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his most uh, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his great knowledge has created and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made a barrier between the seas Allah asks again is there an ilah with Allah is there anyone who can be who is worthy of worship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says la but most of them do not know thereafter a very beautiful verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says again what is implied is are they better ahum khair am man yujibul or is he better is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala better the one who when the mudtar calls on to him calls unto him who is the mudtar yujibul mudtar he responds to the mudtar when he calls unto him so who is the mudtar this is a person who is in absolute helplessness a person who is weak and feeble a person who has no strength on his own to do anything the mudtar when all avenues he has exhausted and there is nowhere to turn besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is it not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who will respond to him? When he calls unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his extreme time of need and difficulty, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala averts that difficulty and that problem that he is facing. And Allah has made you vicegerents on the on the earth. Allah asks again, Allah is there anyone who is worthy of worship besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah then says, ma Few are they who take heed and who understand. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to speak about the Zulumatul Bahr, the, the darkness of the ocean. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who sends the winds and blows the winds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is much greater and high above everything that they ascribe to him. So nothing can be compared to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is as far as Surah Al-Naml goes. In the next surah, Surah Al-Qasas, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala narrates here the occurrences and the incidents of the life of Nabi Musa والسلام, from his childhood right until he weds and after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him prophethood. So the entire episode of the life of Nabi Musa والسلام, is given here in a nutshell and it is further explained throughout the Quran. Nabi Musa والسلام, is a Nabi who is mentioned by name most in the entire Quran, he is one of the Ulul Azm, one of the great prophets from amongst all of the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala holds him in much higher esteem and regard than other prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam is mentioned very often in the Quran. In fact, there is only one Jews in the Quran in which the Prophet Musa alayhi salatu wasalam is not mentioned. 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins with the mention of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam when he was a baby and he was put into that basket and he was put into the Nile River and he then grew up in the house of Fir'aun. Fir'aun who had made a pledge to kill every young child, every young male child. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's plan cannot be averted. Once Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed something that this child is going to grow up to be a Nabi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the plan that he grew up in the home of his enemy. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed Fir'aun to be such a weak king of this, of this earth, such that he was unable to decipher a friend from an enemy. He was unable to decipher a friend from a foe, such that he grew his foe in his home. He grew his enemy up in his own home. So this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exposes, the weakness of the leadership and the king of this world. Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's supreme decree and Allah's supreme plan is to reign until the end of time. Thereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam had committed an inadvertent offense. That there was an, a Bani Israeli who was arguing and in an altercation with an Egyptian. And Nabi, Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam was given physical strength. And inadvertently, unintentionally, he struck the Egyptian person. And that person was killed and he died. And thereafter, Fir'aun's men were set after Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam to capture him. And it is mentioned that he was meant to be killed. Yasa. A man came from far away running to Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam to inform him, Ya Musa, inna al-mala'a bika That the ministers now they have decreed that they are going to kill you. They need to find you and they need to execute you on, 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 upon your offense. Fakhruj inni laka nasihin. So leave, leave Egypt. Verily I am an advisor to you. So Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam then leaves Egypt. فَخَرَجَ مِنْهَا خَائِفًا يَتَرَقَّبْ قَالَ رَبِّ نَجِّنِي مِنَ الْقَوْمِ الظَّالِمِينَ And he supplicates to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, Oh Allah, save me and deliver me from this uh, uh, oppressive people and this oppressive nation. And then he reaches Madian and he sees that there is a, a, a place of water where people are feeding their animals, they are giving their animals water. And Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam then sees that on the side there are two young women standing there and waiting, obviously with utmost uh, haya and uh, 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 modesty, they were standing there and they were waiting so that the people move off and they are able then to go and feed their animals. So Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam approaches them and he asks them that ma khatbukuma, what is your matter? And then he goes and assists them and he feeds their animals for them and he gives them their animals back and this is on his way to Madian. And actually he has reached Madian. This is just upon his entrance into Madian. And thereafter, he goes and he sits on the edge, on the side under a tree. And he supplicates once again to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he said, Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayrin faqir. That, oh Allah, I am faqir. I am in need of any type of goodness and any, anything that you will, uh, you will grant me. I am in need of it. And in this way, he supplicates to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a little while later, one of those two ladies come back to him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes a point of mentioning how she approached Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam as well. 
that she did not just come there and stand in front of him and start chatting with him and ex- telling him what she needed to. However, she came there ala, ala stihya, with utmost modesty and bashfulness. She stood on the side where he could not even see her and she told him that inna abi yad'uk, my father is calling you. So that he may recompense you and pay you for the service that you have rendered to us. And then he meets the father who is mentioned to be Nabi Shu'aib And he mentions his entire ordeal to him, how he had to flee from Egypt and he had to come to Madian. So he sought refuge here with Nabi Shu'aib Thereafter, one of the daughters suggests to her father that in... in uh, that, oh my father, why don't you hire him? Verily, the best of those whom you may hire is one who is strong, al-qawi, and one who is also trustworthy, he is ameen. So he has two very good qualities, and you are an old man. Why don't you seek some help from him? So he approaches Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam and he says, Inni uridu an unkihaka ihdabnatayyahatayn. That indeed I wish to wed you, I wish to marry you to one of my two daughters here. In lieu of your services for eight years. But if you will complete ten years in my service, then that will be some goodness from your side. So I'm asking for eight years, but if you do ten, it will be very good. But I do not wish to impose upon you. I do not wish to make things difficult for you. And Nabi Musa says that you will find me from amongst the, the pious ones, the righteous ones. And then Nabi Shu'aib said, That this deal is between you and I. That whichever of the two periods, time periods you choose, whether it's eight years or ten years, فَلَا عُدْوَانَ عَلَيْهِ I do not have any issues with it. I do not have any problem with it. وَاللَّهُ عَلَى مَا نَقُولُ وَكِيلٌ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is wakil. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is witness to this transaction and this deal that we have. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on mentioning from there that فَلَمَّا قَضَى مُوسَى الْأَجَلِ Then Musa alayhi salatu wasalam completes the time period and he goes off with his family. He comes to the Sinai, Mount Tur, and then he sees a fire. And then he approaches the fire and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then, as mentioned in Surah Taha as well, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that this is how Allah blessed him with prophethood and nubuwah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses him and gives him prophethood in that manner. Thereafter, towards the end of the surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes back to the story of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam and his interaction with uh, Qarun. And Qarun was from, from the Egyptians, from the Bani Israelis in fact. He was one of the most, in fact he was the most wealthy of them. And it is mentioned in the books of Hadith and, and the, the history books that he, his treasures were so, so uh, vast that it would mean 10 strong men would only carry the keys to his treasures and to his wealth. So the type of wealth he had been given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was of such magnitude. However, this wealth became a curse for him. And the reason for that was he claimed and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala quotes that and says, قَالَ إِنَّمَا أُوْتِيتُهُ عَلَىٰ عِلْمٍ عِنْدِي That I was given this wealth 
upon my knowledge and knowledge and expertise that I possess. And this is a lesson for us that everything that we have is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us that knowledge that we are using to acquire what we are acquiring. So he attributed his great fortune and his wealth to the knowledge that he had rather than attributing it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that Allah had blessed him with that. There is great, great lesson in that for us. And the other side of this very uh, incident is that those who were witnessing this great wealth when he left his palace and he was walking out that he came out to his people in all his grandeur and his splendor displaying all of his wealth and his the keys to his treasures were being displayed to the people and they saw this and they said those who were witnessing this who wished that they had more of this dunya how we wish we were granted the wealth that Qarun is granted. Verily, he has been given a great amount of wealth. And those who, were with, who had knowledge and witnessed the same thing, what did they respond and say? That the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon good deeds, it is much better than all of this. For the one who has iman and believes and he does good deeds. It is only the patient ones, those who are patient upon the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are patient upon the difficulties they go through this, in this world where they do not have that type of wealth and that type of comfort, but they are patient upon what they have. And they are patient, they remain patient upon the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will be granted that reward which is promised in the akhirah. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the destruction of Qarun. فَخَسَفْنَا بِهِ وَبِدَارِهِ الْأَرْضِ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused him to be uh, trampled by the earth. And he was re reduced to a nothing. And this is the, the lesson that we are taught in this year. Thereafter, Surah Al-Ankabut, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the two sides those who believe and those who do not believe and those of evil and those who do good and the truth and what is falsehood Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala differentiates between them mentioning again uh, Nabi Nuh alayhi salatu wassalam and those who opposed him and on the other hand Musa alayhi salatu wassalam and those who opposed him and Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam and those who opposed him Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned all this as a comfort for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tasalli for the heart of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that they went through that and they had to endure all this opposition. And you, O oh my Nabi, you also will, uh, account, uh, will face all this type of difficulty, but you should enjoy it with patience and perseverance. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the reward. On the last page of the, of the juz, uh, in Surah Al-Ankabut. Ankabut means the, the spider. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the spider and Allah draws a parable and a metaphor for the believers and for the disbelievers to see. The example of those who take helpers besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is their example? Their examples, Kamathalil Ankabut. Ankabut, their example is like that of a spider. So how is that, that parable made here? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then explains, that the spider spins a web 
a home. It takhadat bayta. It spins a home, a web. Wa inna awhan al-buyuti la baytu al-ankabut. That verily the weakest and most feeble of homes is the home or the dwelling of a spider. So they are seeking help from those besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They, they are making allies and friends, those besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So their example is like that spider which wants to create an, a home, but the home of the spider is so weak. There is, uh, it is so feeble. It cannot avail the, the spider in a, in a time of a wind or a rain. All these things will wash the home of the spider away. In the same way, the one who seeks help from anyone besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is seeking help from something that is very feeble and weak. And that relationship that he has with whatever he is seeking help from, that relationship also is so weak and feeble. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the understanding. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala imbibe us with the love of the Qur'an Kareem. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from amongst those who understand the Qur'an Kareem and practice upon all its injunctions. Subhanallah bihamdi, subhanakallahum wa bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta subhanaka nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. اللهم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصل اللهم وبارك وسلم على النبي الكريم وآله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم زدنا بالقرآن حبا وشغلا تلاوة وفهما وتعليما وتعلما اللهم اللهم اجعلنا ممن يحلل حلال القرآن ويحرم حرام القرآن ويعمل بمحكمه ويؤمن بمتشابهه ويتلوه حق تلاوته ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم آمين برحمتك يا رحم الرحيم الحمد.